It's uh, 28 minutes now to midday. Uh, I'm joined in the studio by Catherine Colas. Uh, morning, Catherine. Good morning, Tony. Um, <laughs> this is a subject we've uh, broached very, very briefly before when uh, talking about your experiences uh, with uh, the menopause. We're talking yes. divorce this morning amongst uh, slightly senior people or senior or senior in age uh, wise. How common a thing is it? Because you tend to think people getting divorced, it's all, all about sort of dealing with the kids and that, which means that you look looking at people in their 30s and 40s generally but Mm. this is not about that is it? No it's not and uh, I started looking into it from the menopausal point of view and um, it it keeps raising its ugly head if you like not within my own uh, marriage fortunately although it did initially and so I decided to do some research in it so I've begun to wonder and I'm asking people well I don't wonder I think I know is menopause a catalyst for marital discord because the women are, they've got empty nest syndrome and, or in other cases, they have a career or, or want to develop a new career. So what's going on? And divorce is rising at that age group. Yeah, I mean, there's also, for me, I mean, empty nest syndrome is one of those things that would naturally uh, come to mind. I, uh, mm. I've, seen, I, I've seen sort of something fairly similar in uh, some friends of mine. Uh, mm. But... The changing roles of men and women these days, uh, I mean, also you have got, I mean, obviously the menopause, which most of us guys know not the first about. Yes. We need some education on that. But yeah. there are also, say, the the, the, cha- the changing expectations of men and women, um, where in, in the old days it was the woman was the homemaker, the, ma- the man was the breadwinner, mm-hmm. went out to work, and it was the hunter-gatherer type situation, yes. Yes. Uh, almost what we were designed for. But yes. um, life in the 20th, 20th and 21st centuries have actually has actually changed all of that with women uh, becoming much more influential and powerful so to speak the role of men being somewhat uh, diminished by the press or whatever Uh, is is there a degree of insecurity on the part of men because of this do you think yeah I don't think there should be I think women now have developed more liberty more understanding of their own roles, their own expectations, are looking at more at what expectations they can expect and are going after this this new life. And so I think it's a case of they have to have a, a very deep and meaningful conversation with the, the partner in their life to see where they both want to go at this time. And um, the traditional roles, I don't think women ever accepted those traditional roles, not in the 20th century, but no, the early part certainly they it. did. Yeah, but they was they weren't happy. The second about half, it. obviously, uh, the second yes. half of the century, obviously, yeah. it did change. I'm not suggesting for parents, you know. Yeah, should, I'm not suggesting yeah. for one minute that things shouldn't shouldn't change a bit. No. But it's very difficult for men when you when you see. Um, uh, when you've seen the rise of the feminist movement and you yeah. see things on television, uh, there used to be the complaint was that women were shown stereotypically yes. um, as always the ones in the kitchen, uh, in, in the adverts and stuff. Now you see adverts where stereotypically they show a, a hapless man in the kitchen. Yes. I mean, it's now sort of, you know, kick seven bells out of men time and is it any wonder that a lot of men don't quite understand what's happening and certainly don't get the idea uh, of modern woman i well i think the advertisers still have it wrong and they they're, they're still working towards a balance of what works well for getting women to buy this and getting men to buy that so they've gone for the stereotypical where we used to kick seven bells out of women and make them look stupid so well we'll just do it to the other side so that'll make the women happy but but everybody looks at it and says 
what a waste of time. It's kind of confusing, though, for, for a lot of men because it's not just the adverts, is it? It's it's everything else that that, that goes that goes with it. As I say, I'm really not trying to <clears throat> not going to put down uh, the women's movement at all or, or the equality because I think we we desperately need that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but there's a point beyond which it tips and uh, is no longer. Um, what's the word, is no longer a a fair balance. I mean, you've now got politicians actually talking about positive discrimination in terms of getting women into uh, the boardroom and all those sorts of things. Why not? Why are these things not done on the basis of your capability? Because there are plenty, there are many, many capable, very, very Mm -hmm. capable women out there who I would think would be rather insulted by the fact that somebody's actually having to come and rescue them, so to speak, in order for them to get ahead. And again, men find this very, very, uh, you know, off-putting. Yes. Well, I I think it's doing a disservice to women as well. I don't think there should be quotas. I think it should be um, that you are the right person for the job. But what women are finding, and a lot of um, research and a lot of people are uh, writing about it at the moment, is that there's still this stereotypical... And um, We had it in the, the news this week for the um, the guy who's running the Football Association of the Discrimination... Yeah, I've heard all about this, but I don't know what he wrote. No, apparently it was quite disparaging and pretty awful language. And I would have said it came out of the 1950s. Uh, the little bit I heard about it. Yeah. And so w- women are still fighting against that. It is still quite quite strong that there is this, um, this feeling that still carries over. Um, and I think it's perhaps men as they're, as they're growing. It, it's being with the boys. It's the testosterone. And you're allowed to disrespect women in that zone. That, that's fine. You can have but your to be fair, to stop you there, women do exactly the same thing in an initiative fit yes. when they go out on a girl's, girls, whatever it is they go out on, and then belittle the men. I mean, it's yeah, done, it's done it's on both same. It's yes. done on both sides. The yes. only trouble is, of course, these days, it's that much more public. Yes. And it does create... And I think sometimes the media also doesn't help with um, sometimes are men better at this than women or women better yes. than that. It's a nonsense. It is nonsense. And it, it doesn't help. And then no. you I say, add in the problems that come associated with the, the time of life we're talking about, yeah. the, 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 the menopause, yes. and uh, you've got a recipe for disaster. You have, yes. What's um, the remedy? The remedy is, to, it's plain old simple talking to each other. And certainly when I was going through this problem, going through menopause, I didn't know whether, whether I was on my head or my heels. It was... Um, just a disaster from one day to the next. We were walking on eggshells. We couldn't talk to each other without screaming at each other. And I couldn't have a conversation without bursting into tears. So I would write a letter. And I think that was the start of turning it round. It doesn't happen overnight, but by expressing my feelings on paper because I couldn't vocalise them person to person helped. Mm. So you actually sat down and wrote? I actually sat... I'm, well, I'm always writing. I'm, <laughs> I'm a scribbler, so I'm always making notes and uh, uh, and looking at stuff. And it is... Men have, need to understand. And men are getting pretty savvy about women's issues and menopause because I get a lot of men phoning me up in distress, I might add, because the women in their life won't acknowledge that they're going through menopause. <clears throat> and... You know, age is just a number. I think, you know, we're going, it's a transitional phase and just get over it because once you learn the tools to help you understand it, because it can and is distressing for very many women. It does come as a shock to women though, doesn't it? It does come as a shock. 
and um, we've just got to learn to understand how to get through it. And then, the, you know, the, the light at the end of the tunnel is amazing. It's um, a brilliant piece of sunshine. And, of course, nobody knows through. how long it actually lasts, do they? No, about 10 years. And I, I think people are frightened of the numbers again. You know, crikey, 10 years. What do I do for 10 years? But time just passes, as it always does. And by learning more about it and understanding it, then those 10 years shouldn't be as troublesome as they were for me, which is, you know, what I'm trying to do. But clearly they are they are troublesome for an awful lot of people. If you're talking about the sort of numbers you're talking about, yeah. uh, people at this sort of age, uh, getting divorced. I mean, you've got some numbers yeah. there, haven't you? Uh, yes. About sixty-year-olds uh, and going back away. Yeah, I went on the Saga website and they did um, a survey in 2013, um, and they interviewed nearly 12,000 customers, 50 plus, and um, also within that survey, in 1991, there were 404,000 people divorcing at the age of 60, and Amazingly, two thousand. Is that actual couples or is that people? So that's two thousand two hundred odd thousand couples. Yes, <clears throat> and in two thousand and ten, the shocker is hasn't just risen by ten or twenty percent. It's one point three million. It's five times. No, yes. no, it's three times the amount, isn't yes. it? Yes. Mm. So it's that's huge. And at that age, when you would be considering, okay, we've had our differences. Is he the partner I want to walk into the sunset with? I'm not sure, but what are the options? That's a frightening statistic, it is. though, isn't it? Yes. yes. I mean, how many? Start again. It'd be interesting to know how many uh, marriages actually last the full term, so to speak. Yes. I mean, there are obviously those that do, yes. and I've always taken my hat off to those that have managed it. But yeah. uh, is that number getting fewer? That are lasting, yes, mm. yes, because I think people are divorcing younger more frequently they're not putting up with whereas uh, in my certainly in my generation uh, it was taboo to get divorced yeah. and divorce was very difficult you couldn't just do it the, the, the guy had to disappear for seven years and um, wouldn't be couldn't be found before you were allowed to uh, invoke divorce proceedings do you think the, the divorce laws ought to be toughened up again oh, no i don't know no a lot of people aren't getting married. They're staying as partners. I was going to say, that's one thing. Yeah. Or do you think the advice given to people before they get married should be um, a little more, uh, how should we put it, uh, a little more honest? Yeah, and I, and also I think, uh, because it was a shock to me, actually, when I first got married, I suddenly realised, it's obvious as plain as the nose on your face, but I suddenly realised that I had to start being aware of this person beside me um, of his needs, his washing, his ironing, and I'm going what? <laughs> and but it had to be done. And, and what about him looking after some of your needs? Well, yes, I suppose. But mm, it's, yes, it's I not, suppose. Yes, I, but it's not the uh, the drudgery side of it, is it? it depends. <laughs> that 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 really depends. I mean, I know plenty of guys out. that do the ironing. <laughs> I know plenty of guys that yes. will stick their you know their their head under the wife's car to sort that out because yeah. the wife can't use a spanner yes. uh, this sort of thing so i mean it does work both ways but i mean I, you you come back mm -hmm. to almost the stereotypical situation which is of course really how most households seem to work yes but i think these days uh, i would recommend young people going into marriage to actually really 
discuss all these issues with their potential partner to get their feelings about well, before how they get they married. Feel. Yes, that's a, that's a big ask because things happen. Things happen and things yes. change over a period of time, don't they? they do. Really, you yeah. go into marriage um, uh, sort of loved up and sort of full of yes. optimism and hope, yes. uh, and sort of years down the line, of course, you tend to forget why uh, why you fell in love with that person in the first place. Yeah. And uh, I think that may well be part of the problem. What is, I mean, interesting, uh, the bit I want to know really is, is it more women leaving men or men leaving women? Well, certainly within the menopause age group, um, women taking the initiative is on the rise. I I still can't find the stats that said it's men doing this and women doing that because it's really only within the last five years or so that they're splitting genders because it was always whatever the populace were doing in general rather than a gender split. So it's interesting to see the new stats coming out at last that that actually show that um, women taking the initiative is on the increase. Is this because of a dissatisfaction or is it because of something that's caused maybe imbalance is probably the wrong word, but Mm. something that has altered uh, the woman's mind to do with the the menopause has made her make a decision that perhaps a few years down the line she would perhaps regret? Yes, I I think that is very true. And um, certainly from my own case, I stepped back from the abyss because I couldn't see the benefits of... What was coming next? The cost factors. I and mean, I read this morning that somebody was complaining that the lawyer cost her £6,000. Now, is that an average cost? Is that expensive? I don't know. And then on top of that, you've got the splitting of the assets, the pensions, the property, the CDs and, and all that stuff. <laughs> and, and it just seemed a bigger nightmare than the one that I was in with my partner so again that's when we started talking about things and we did discuss divorce and then I would say I don't want to do that what do you want and he said well I don't really want to either and that's when we started talking so would uh, some sort of mediation service be be useful perhaps yes quite possibly yeah and I was looking at a website at Relate to see what they had to say about it Um, And number one, they they don't put menopause in the right place as far as I'm concerned. And when I eventually found menopause, which was something to do with uh, problems with uh, ageing couples, and funnily enough, I don't put myself in the ageing category Mm. because I don't think I'm old, even though I am over 60. And, And when I found the bit about menopause, it focused on younger women going through menopause Um, at an early age like 35 or 40 and how problematical that can be which it absolutely is but then it said well because women going through menopause at the normal age of course they know all about it but they don't so Mm. they're I don't know where they got their information from but it's badly informed and, and making women feel bad about themselves that again oh god I'm supposed to know about this stuff and I don't well I mean th- there's something else you can put in there because it's not just about menopause you can go back and of course it's it's well well documented um women's uh, changing uh what's the word I'm looking for um oh. perceptions no 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 well, one, one, once a month the the mood the mood yeah the mood the mood changes and again yes. men uh, men try and have it's to do have to deal with this it, and of yes. course we recognize it's there yes. but 
for most of us, we haven't a clue. We don't know when it's going to arrive. We don't know when it's going to disappear. And it does actually cause bad feeling. Of course, the longer it goes on, the worse it gets. And then when you've had all of that, you get to the menopause. I mean, I really do think um, women don't get a a good deal out of this at all. But um, (laughs) uh, you get to the menopause and then the the, the men are actually totally flummoxed. So it's no surprise that bad decisions are made. Well, the, the monthly problems uh, called PMT, premenstrual yes. tension. Yes. Uh, well, if you imagine when women getting to menopause, 45 plus, they're starting to, to reach the tsunami, as I call it, when things really do become overwhelming. It's like um, a PMT on speed. It's happening. That monthly occurrence is happening on a daily basis. Yeah, but let me stop you there, though. All of this surely screams nature is telling you women are different from men it's screaming at you telling you that right now if that's the case why is it why is it that everybody in any movement to do with feminism women men politicians and the rest of them all are trying to make things an equal level playing field it doesn't work surely well why not why can't it work because because you're different it's not you one's better than the other it's acknowledging the difference rather than saying one is better than the other but if we look at that on a business level research already shows that if there is a 50 50 split in any organization that business improves the bottom line improves and things are better i wouldn't dispute that for a minute i'm not disputing that the 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 underlying factors of the hormone issues I think have to become more part of every day so that we know it's happening and I'm not saying make excuses for it but have everybody better educated about it so they can understand it and do something better about it rather than just take painkillers all the time yeah. to try and resolve Yeah, it. I mean uh, that all, all of that I get and to say certainly with uh, the thing with the boardroom and to say women's capabilities in jobs would never actually... Um, try and uh, put put that one down at all but again you come back to the workplace and uh, the fact that women ha- have uh, time out to have children yes. and have got to look after uh, yeah. or essentially look after children again it's nature hmm. it's nature again so why why is the human race trying to rock the boat so to speak because it's give- surely it's giving yeah. false expectations to both men and to women well, I I don't know. I think we as a as a as a species have evolved faster than nature has intended, I think. And what women women's expectations are are far greater now than they ever were. And why not? And so that's what women are building on now being appreciated more for the value you, of you can election. be a kid at, at christmas wanting mm. the biggest christmas present ever that's your expectation doesn't mean to say you're actually going to get it no it doesn't um and the same thing really applies for both for men and yes. for women in yes. terms of our expectations we want yeah. all sorts of things and but we, we're disregarding the one big thing that controls us all nature yes but but also we're not all at that level or we're not we don't all want the top we don't all want to be the ceo of the biggest company on the planet but whatever level we expect to achieve and are happy at that level that should be acceptable to everyone whether you're male or female i i I think it's perfectly acceptable to go for it i don't have the problem with that and i don't think there should be any any legislation preventing that no you know uh, i'm just saying that in terms of divorce um people's expectations of each other yes um we are rather forgetting uh what nature gave us 
Yes, but again, we both men to, and women, we need to talk about it to each other because I need to know what you want and you need to know what I really want. Yeah, but once a month it doesn't happen because you can go and talk to your wife. Is everything all right? Yeah, that's no, fine. No, no. And then sort of two days later, you yes. get it full barrel yes. uh, of what well, the I real reason was. Yes. And it's kind of hard to actually work out and understand. And I, yes. I know it goes exactly the same with the menopause. When yes. there are days when you really feel very teary uh, and, and and really down, and you can ask what the problem is, nothing yes. is the answer you get. But but it seems to me, with the benefit of hindsight now, I know that my perception had changed. Um, I've made a note to talk about today that I at that time going through menopause, that I thought the whole world was against me, and that's very common as well. And I felt that at that time my marriage was built on a lie. Why did I think that? Because I don't think that now, and I'm still with the same guy. Uh. It's just, and it's so, unu- not so unusual, it's so flabbergasting, mind-boggling how powerful hormones are in the he- uh, female body. Yeah. And the effect that they can have on everybody's life. Yeah. So you can't legislate for that, that, though, can you? <laughs> no. You can't legislate for that. Catherine, we're just about out of time, I'm okay, afraid. Oh. Uh, 20 minutes later, and okay. uh, we're still none the wiser about each other, are we? No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Great uh, conversation. It was. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. We will see you in a month's time, and uh, you. we'll pick another topic to okay. pick. Shall we? Thank you. <laughs>